So this is kind of weird. It's because it's a normal full week. You know, there's no New right? Year's. I there's was no, just thinking that. <laughs> That's funny that you said that because I was just like, gosh. Normal five-day week. We're in the doldrums of January here in the Northland. Good morning. <laughs> Next week's Martin Luther King Day, though. So some, so some people holiday uh, might there. have, you know, there's no school and such. Right, so. yep, yep. Nonetheless, we're going to try to shake off the January doldrums with some fun on the way for you this morning. Uh, a new type of candy hearts for sale as we we're a few weeks away from Valentine's Day. Are they breakup ones? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, but they're not. Uh, could be, depending on you know who you buy them for. Uh, also, uh, speaking of which, another piece of relationship story. A uh, very weird, bizarre, bad first date. That uh, you I can love bad first date stories. So think of one that you have that you'd like to share. Because oh, we'll God, get no. into that later. <laughs> not sharing any of those. <laughs> And also, Minnesota comes in among one of the better states to raise a family lately. We'll share why coming up later on this morning. Also, your song in 60. Tony, you're going to be guessing today. All right. I'm ready to go. All right. We'll get to that here. Well, good morning and happy Monday. Welcome into the Mix Wait Morning Brew. It's Nick Cooper and Tony Hart. And Tony, it is your turn to guess in song in 60 this morning. Okay. So I have a song and that I'm going to make you try to guess the artist and title Four and of course, uh, you know the rules. Can't give any uh, any parts of the title or the song. Can't hum the hum the tune. None of that stuff. So um, I'm going to be using some kind of non traditional hints to try to get oh, you to guess. This is scared today. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you the hint that I'm giving you the song title first. So okay. here here are the clues to try to get you on board with this. Okay, so here here's the clues for the song title and let me make sure we got a timer here we go ready yep okay uh this was the year new coke was introduced the first cds ever came out in this year the titanic was found i was born in this year um cool. yeah you were you were alive and well okay. oh god i hope so you were older than you <laughs> doing what you were doing any guesses on any of those things? No. Again, this is the name of a song, and I'm giving we you hints toward a year. I'm giving you hints toward a year. Oh, 1908. So. No, well, you were probably, what, what? you were, I don't even know what year were you born. Is he, are you an 80s baby? I, I am, yes. Okay, so yes. late 80s. That's got to be late 80s, mid 80s. Okay. 1984. Nope. One more guess. 1989. No. All right. We'll move on to the, the name of the. musical guess. <laughs> we'll move on to the, the, the artist. Um, so okay. The, the name of the song is a year. Okay, got you. So does that change any guesses at all? 1987? No. 1988? No, no. 1986? <laughs> Let's try the artist real quick. Okay, so this is part of the name of the group, uh, Duckpin Blank. Bowling, Bowling for Soup, yes, 1985. Yes, 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 there we go. We got it just under the wire. Oh, boy. Gosh. <laughs> I had to get really weird with that one, as you can tell. Mix, what a way morning. Brew, good morning and happy Tuesday. It's Nick Cooper and Tony Hart with you. And when people think about Minnesota and Wisconsin as places to raise a family, I would yes. assume most people think of them as a decent place to raise a family. I think so, yes. So there was a, a new study out uh, just recently that actually puts Minnesota pretty highly on that list, confirming what you would guess as the truth. Okay. Uh, any guesses on where you where Minnesota would fall in this uh, list? I, I mean, Minnesota's generally always top five in these lists of like good places to raise family, safe places, etc. So I'm going to go with uh, four. Four is close. It's actually third. Okay. That's where it comes in. Not bad, Minnesota. Third overall, when it comes to different things, there's stuff where we ranked higher than others in different categories. So they uh, looked at cost of child care, um, family income, 
education, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, a lot of different schools. factors about, you know, just the lifestyle of the state in Minnesota and all of those. The worst that we did, um, there were three that were not so great. Uh, housing affordability, we were 17th in the country. Okay. Um, violent crimes per capita, we were 18th in the, in the country. All right. Which kind of shocked me. Um, and those were the two worst ones. Otherwise, most of them, we rank in the top 10. Who's the t- Who's number one? Number one? Yeah. Well, number one. See, what's interesting about this is they did most of them by, by city. Okay. And so I did a quick composite to find Minnesota. Best place overall is actually Fremont, Canada. When you look at, or excuse Canada. <laughs> California. Oh, I was going to say. When you, look, when you look at cities. Uh, and so this actually places California Toward the top of the list, there's okay. actually three, di- four different cities that pop in in the top ten. Did they give the bottom of the list? The bottom like of the, the list. Worst oh places. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me scroll way down to the bottom here. Um, toward the bottom, so Birmingham, Alabama, Detroit, Michigan, Cleveland, Ohio, Newark, New Jersey. All cities I would have said. Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport, huh? Baltimore. Yeah, those are some places that find themselves toward the bottom of that list. So. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, when it comes to Wisconsin, uh, not as high as Minnesota, but uh, upper portion of things. So they were looking at cities. Um, Madison ranks the 17th best city in the state okay. or in the country. Uh, Milwaukee, 149. That's significantly lower compared to Minnesota, Minneapolis, and St. Paul. Um, those individual cities rank in the uh, 35th for Minneapolis, or th- excuse me, 37th, and then St. Paul, 55th. Okay, so Duluth looking at make the list, Duluth, so too too small of a metro. Gotcha. That's the reason for that. Gotcha. So overall, though, Minnesota comes in ranked pretty high, and Wisconsin pretty well as well. So uh, we live in a good part of the world to raise your kids in is the moral of the story, Tony. Okay, Hart. good. So your kids are Hope appreciating my kids get the you. memo. <laughs> They're appreciating you raising them in a in the land of ice and snow. Sure, they do. <laughs> Hey, snow days, they're kind of a thing sometimes. I mean, not anymore, though. Well, We've talked about this. They're this not, is true. They're not anymore, thanks to the pandemic. Yeah, kind schools of have figured out. That. Yeah, schools have figured out they can do the virtual learning thing. They also so they just haven't needed have any, though, this year yet. Virtual snow days. Yeah. Well, there are some some schools, though, that still do them more than oh, others. Oh, I'm sure they do, but yeah. So just not all of them. I don't know. Virtual well, learning now. <laughs> how do you feel about virtual learning, Tony? I'm fine with it. Okay. Well, that's fair. Music on the way for you soon. We're going to hear from Miley Cyrus, Luke Combs, and also the, there's a new type of candy hearts out in time for Valentine's Day. We'll share what uh, what they're all about and why they're kind of funny to me in a few minutes here. Mixing away. Mix what away morning brew on a Tuesday morning. Good morning to you. It's Nick Cooper and Tony Hart. And speaking of hearts, Valentine's Day, we're about a month away. Yes. Roughly. I mean, it's I mean a little over a month. I mean, it's only the ninth today but uh so there is the the company behind the famous candy hearts sweethearts yes big thing i mean they've been around forever uh they we have custom ones at our wedding oh did you yes oh that's kind of custom fun. made ones that's that's cute uh so there's a new variety that were made available for valentine's day 2024 now they actually went on sale yesterday okay and they were so popular they sold out right away but there's they're funny enough to still talk about this is insane to me. <laughs> so they uh, they posted a thing on their Instagram page promoting what they call sweethearts situationships hearts. And it says on the box, messages as blurry as your relationship. So basically what they did <laughs> is they took like the sweethearts that were misprinted or badly printed. Yeah. And boxed them up and sold them. Yeah. 
God, this is capitalism <laughs> as at its absolute finest. So, like a year ago, they would probably just throw these away. Right. This year, they decided to box We're them up, sell these put things. a clever little name on it. Uh, you know, get a couple of influencers to push it, and boom. Yep. Ah, brilliant. So the the Instagram posts that they shared to promote these things said, introducing sweethearts situationships, the perfect Valentine gift for 2024. Filled entirely with sweet, meaningless nothings and literal mixed messages. This special box of candies is blurry enough for any undefined relationship. And then they mentioned that they went on sale on... I mean, even on the box, I have pictures of misprinted and blurried sweethearts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> th- this is so funny to me. I love. This is such a smart idea, though. Oh, it's brilliant. You you know they've got to continue this as I mean, a thing now. I whoever came up with this idea definitely got a bonus in the company. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, the fact that they sold out yesterday, I wonder if they are going to have more or, because I, I went to their website looking for well, it for them this morning. they're going to purposely misprint a bunch of these just so they can sell more of them. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, good for them. Quality control out the window. We're just, throw. <laughs> just everything's a mess. Whatever we get, we get. Uh, they're either going to be the regular ones or the situationship ones. Can you imagine how hard it is to like sort those though? Well, they've got to have I mean, computers they have that are analyzing that does it, yeah. but still, like, yeah. I mean, they're so tiny, right? And to have it like the machine like spit out the bad ones is very crazy to me. Anyways, computers wow. are pretty wild. So there you go, yeah. situationships, yeah. box of hearts. Uh, I look for. I would say look for that to become an annual thing down the road because they, you they're not going to just throw it out. Now they know this is a hit. They're not going to throw them out in the well, future. Here's the problem, though, is they'll, they'll just make them, like, super available next year. And then they'll... You know what I'm saying? Like, it won't so be a limited jump, thing. It'll jump it'll, the shark? Yeah, it'll completely jump okay. the shark because they'll right. just be at Walmart then and you can just buy them. Sure. Well, if Which you want to see some of these examples, so there's the two on the box cover that I'm looking at. It, it You can kind of tell it says only you. Another one says true love, kind of. You can sort of see the couple that I'm looking at on their website. If you want to see some examples, we've got the story on the Mix Mobile app and mixitweight.com. Uh, what would you, okay, what were a couple of the custom candy hearts as long as we're talking about the subject that you had at your wedding? Oh, I think they were just like the day. I don't remember. I think it was like the dates and like our names. Okay. Well, that yeah, with that thing, like, it may be like, uh, cute sayings or something. I don't even okay. remember. I, I guess I didn't I'm even know. I'm probably get in trouble for not knowing that, but uh-oh. Better have a good Valentine's gift for the for the wifey. Oh yeah, no worries. It's our ten year anniversary this year. Whoa, oh my god, it's, that, it's been that long already. It has been. Yeah. Jeez. Well, congratulations to the two wow. of you. Well, thanks. <laughs> I just realized I better do something real nice then. You better, better get Shoot. on it. Better get on the case. We're gonna see what's trending at the top in a couple oh. minutes here and mix it away. Good morning. Live from the Mix 108 studio in downtown Duluth, this is KBMX FM, Proctor Duluth Superior, a town square media station. 7.04 on a Tuesday morning. Uh, currently, it is 26 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 studios. Tony trending at the top this morning. A uh, very scary situation in Cloquet last night. Three yeah. people dead after a shooting situation uh, that started around 6.30 last night at the Super 8 in Cloquet. There was a call made to 911 after somebody at the Super 8 there uh, noticed there was another person working at the hotel that seemed like they had been injured or was in a fight or something. Right. So they called 911. There was an investigation uh, into the situation, which uh, led police to put a shelter-in-place order for that area in effect for about an hour, from about 7 to about 8 o'clock last night due to concerns over this active shooter situation. In the end, 
the suspect and two victims uh, dead as a result of the situation. Very, very sad situation. Uh, there's an update set to come from the Cloquet Police Department later on this morning as they continue their investigation overnight last night. But uh, very scary situation on a Cloquet last night. So it appears the um, shooter um, shot himself, it looks like? Correct, yeah. So the uh, the... There was an individual, there was a, a young woman who was found with a gunshot wound taken to the hospital. She was later um, yeah. passed away. There was an individual in a vehicle, similar situation. And then there was the shoot the suspect who was on the grounds of the hotel with a gun next to him. The individual uh, not named as of last night's update from the police, a 32-year-old male. Wow. So, yeah. Scary situation. Very and, much uh, so. Sad for everybody involved. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the big story uh, trending around the region here this morning. Other than that, there is a chance of some mixed precip as we continue to see chances of precip of various forms all the way through the week this week. Yeah, it was snowing a little bit in Superior this morning. Yep, little little snow Land. mixed precip, snow chances again all the way through really this weekend as temperatures continue to slowly slide toward single digits for this weekend. So, yeah. And then next week, if you're wondering where's the real cold, single digits for highs potentially next week. So, Well, you knew it was coming. We couldn't dodge it forever, right? Exactly. It is January in the Northland. So, yeah. There's what's trending at the top here this morning. Music on the way for you soon from the Chainsmokers. It is BB Rex and David Guetta here in Mixon Way. Good morning. Mix What a Morning Brew on a Tuesday morning, 716. Currently 27 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix Money Studios. Not bad. Warming up little by little here this morning. This good news is the early part of the week isn't going to be like the end of the week and next week. <laughs> Single digits coming, yeah, huh? It's going to be. Winter's here. It's going to be January-like, finally. So, But just think, this month, though, I think we gain like 50 minutes of sunlight. Yeah, so yeah. keep on the bright side of things, literally. Yes, yes. Still gonna be cold though. It's still cold, but at least the days are gonna get longer, well, I'm not, and it'll start feeling like spring. Right. I'm not legitimately complaining because I, yes, I, you are. I enjoy doing winter activities. I haven't, I have not ice fished yet this winter. Did you get your new camera out? I have. Yeah. Is that? Did you shoot that video the other day with the waterfall? No, that was camera? my phone. Oh, okay. I, I was like, that was took a some nice pictures shot. with it though. So, yeah. Nick's such a an artistic fellow. I, you, you know, get I, to know him. He's, I enjoy getting out. <laughs> Doing that sort of thing. I don't know. Good times. All right, Tony. I'm excited about this. Have you ever been to Pedro's in Cloquet before? Never heard of it, honestly. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I would say you should drive down to Cloquet sometime, but you'll also be able to just go to the one in Superior that's opening soon. Ooh. So they, they shared uh, last summer that uh, if anybody that's been there before is probably excited about this because uh, so they're a, uh, they're a Mexican restaurant in Cloquet. They were... Uh, right on the main drag, and then they moved across, basically across the road almost, to their new location in 2021. Uh, new, bigger location, beautiful little spot there. And uh, then last summer, they bought the old Epic restaurant down by Walmart in Superior, too. Oh, sure. Okay. And so they've been working on getting that renovated. Nice. And they shared some photos recently that uh, show off the new location in Superior. Looks beautiful. And so we've got those photos on our website and mobile app. They also recently held a hiring event and things like that. And the reason I bring all this stuff up is because that means that they're getting close to opening. That's great. I hope, <laughs> so. I hope it worked for them there. That spot is always, I mean, ever since I've been in Superior, that restaurant location. Something where I, there's, not, yeah, it just seems to be a hard spot for a restaurant yeah. to succeed. So hopefully, you know, like an established place like this right. will be able to do it. 
Um, well, that's a, a place a with a spot. reputation in the area. Hopefully, yeah. we'll drive a crowd. Um, it's weird too because it's it's easy accessible spot. Yeah, but a lot of people go down to the, the that area and go wonder, to Walmart, Menards, and stuff. Yeah. So I wonder why it always does. I suppose it's probably the restaurant itself, right? It must be. I don't know. You hate to. I mean, you hate I to mean, say I that. Never, I never that, ate at Epic, so yeah, I didn't. I, know, I didn't either. Maybe that's why Tony. We well, did not that, eat that's, there. I mean, that's a thing, right? That's <laughs> so, a thing. So yeah, if you want to see the photos, there's no actual date announced yet. But I mean, based so what's on, good there? Like what? Oh, it's it, like it's everything? all good. I, I've okay. not eaten everything on the menu because I've only been to the one in Cloquet a handful of times. But one good thing, margaritas. Oh yeah, good yeah, margaritas. Um, there's street tacos, top notch. Okay. Uh, another thing, and I've actually never actually had it myself, but everyone I've ever talked to about that place will say that their queso is top notch. Really? So I'm a big queso guy. So there you go. I, I know. That, I mean. Like a lot of Mexican restaurants, the chips and salsa are part of the meal, and those are top-notch, too. So right. it's, it's good stuff. So Can't wait for it to open and try it out. Coming soon. If you want to see some photos of the place, it's it's kind of like a, a modern, rustic aesthetic. Um, and, of course, lots of traditional other, decor. What's the other Mexican restaurant in Superior? Oh, Guadalajara's oh, yeah, in the mall. Yeah. That was a pretty good place, too. I've never eaten there, either. What? I know. Do you like Mexican food, Tony? I do. I love it. <laughs> And I've lived in Superior many years, and everybody talks, and I've driven by it. I've, ranch you know, up beyond Taco Bell, Tony. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I mean, it's good and all, but... <laughs> I mean, I love my Taco Bell. Uh, but you're right. I probably should branch out. So yeah. this year, I will make it my goal to try Guadalajara. Guadalajara. And, and uh, Pedro's. Try Pedro's. Yes. Yep. And I'm guessing, based on the looks of it, probably in the coming weeks, we'll be okay. getting news about them opening. So. All right. Something to look forward to. We're going to get some music in for you soon from Glass Animals, Doja Cat, and more here in Mix It Away. Good morning and happy Tuesday. Mix What Away Morning Brew. Tuesday morning, Tony Hart, Nick Cooper. Hello. All right, Tony. Yep. Have any bad date stories from um, your Um, You know, years? I've been thinking about it, and I can't. <laughs> Bro, it's been so long yeah, since I've been, been out of the game for a while. I've been in the game that yeah. I can't. I can't even remember, like, the last date I went on before my wife. Like, I don't, I can't even remember. Aw. 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 Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. So, there, I, I was reflecting on this, too, and I can't think of any, any crazy situations that I've ever been in, so... This one, I mean, you're, you're currently in the game. So I am. what are you talking about? You uh, should you should have stories coming out the wazoo. Yeah, usually it's just kind of like, well, this is kind of dumb. This is kind of nice. Dumb? Mean you have a good night. Do you say that in the middle of the first date? <laughs> that yes. explains that explains a lot yeah, why yeah, you're yeah. still single. Just actually, you know what? This, line, right? this is this is not working out. Have a good night. <laughs> Two hours of the day. This sucks. I'm, <laughs> it's been fun. You get. I'll pay my for my meal and I'm out of here. Yeah. No. <laughs> So there's a there's a story from a guy out of Michigan who uh, the story has been getting a little viral attention over the last few days. So he lined up a date with a gal. It was a an online uh, an app based date, which seems like where a lot of those come from these days. Isn't that what everybody does these days? Yeah, it seems like that's the case. So lines up a date for his favorite Chinese restaurant. Oh, there's your first mistake. He they get there, they meet for dinner. And while they're seating, or while, while they're sitting, they're visiting, you know, waiting for the wait staff to show up and, you know, doing all the, that stuff. Yeah. Um, she admits she's not a big fan of Chinese food. But yeah, that's she agreed a, to be there. Yeah, that's a tough one for a first date, I think. Yeah. 
So that's that's only the tip of the iceberg, though. Okay. So the conversation just wasn't going very great. Like, there's not a lot of good things going on in the situation. So at one point, he gets up to leave to go to the bathroom, comes back. He left his phone on the table for some reason, which I feel like is overly trust trusting of a stranger. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. So the phone, when he gets back, he picks it up to check to see if he got any texts while he was away in the bathroom and realizes his phone was temporarily locked, like somebody tried getting in his phone and failed. She did not. Okay. So he just kind of brushed it aside, and um, they tried forcing through the meal. She said, I'm a people pleaser. Like, it's okay that I'm not a big fan of Chinese food. Like, it's okay. Right. So, like, just the whole situation feels kind of ick. And then, finally, it's time to wrap up the night. Okay. Thank you. Good time. Put some cash on the table after the, the slip was brought out for the bill. Yeah. They walk out. Again, he's a regular here. He gets a phone call later saying he hadn't paid the bill. Like, he just walked out. He goes, no, I put cash on the table. The woman went back and stole the money before, like right what? after they walked out. They So they reviewed some footage, allegedly, the guy says in a video uh, that he shared online about the story. Yeah, they went, he went back to the restaurant. They reviewed some footage. He said, I swore I put money down. And she took the money. Not only that, but he also confirmed the fact that she was trying to get into his phone. <laughs> Man, that's a bad first date right wow. there. She stole the money for the food? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's safe I, to say they didn't go on a second date, right? I would say that is very safe to say. Wow. Yeah. Did he call her and confront her or anything? Did he say? It doesn't say that in the story. Um she's on blast now. Well, I mean, basically at that point, I don't know if you need to do anything, but they have footage of her stealing at this point. It sounds like they have security footage, so just call the cops. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you want to be that guy, yeah. Well, you yeah, know, it's thirty bucks probably. Well, 40 yeah, well bucks. yeah, for yeah. I mean, I Very interesting though. Definitely not something that. Uh, that's ugh. a terrible first date. I've never had one bad like that. That's for sure. I have plenty of friends of mine that talk about terrible dating stories, and you know, to each of them, I. Well, that's your goal for if I'm gonna find a terrible dating story. Yeah, I'm gonna if I'm gonna eat at both Mexican restaurants in Superior this year. I you have a terrible to, date story. Yeah, it, you okay. have to go on a terrible first date. Uh, that sounds. Can I hook it up for you? Oh, even better. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. A, a blind first date set up by me. By you of all people. Oh, that's a great bit. Let's do that. <laughs> Sounds like a terror. Yeah, it does sound like a bad idea. Terrible idea. I mean, it sounds like a great idea to me, but probably well, bad idea. Exactly. I, I think it's great. Of course you do. I'm going to set you up like a fake Tinder account. Oh, this is frightening. Do you, are you on Tinder? No. Oh. Like you would say on the radio. <laughs> no. All the, ladies, oh. all the ladies running their phone. Ah! Trying to find. Oh, where is he on Tinder? Yeah. Music on the way for you soon from Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, and more. Coming up here at Mix It Away. Good morning. Mix What Away Morning Brew. Tuesday morning. Nick Cooper, Tony Hart, 27 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix It Away Studios. Tony, are you afraid of spiders? Do you like spiders? Are you, where are you um, on that? I like spiders, actually. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, I don't mind spiders. I, I actually, like, if the family wants me to come up and kill a spider, I'll be like, let the spider go. The spider's killing more bugs in this house. Than you are, or me. So you're not wrong. Especially in this part of the world, you don't have to worry about necessarily having no. a venomous spider bite. 
No, no. They're generally just harmless. Yeah. I mean, some of them might get kind of big, but I mean, they're usually hidden and hiding taking out. care of business in the house. You're not wrong. I see. I'm, I don't freak out about spiders, but I'm not a fan of them. Like some people like they have a pet spider, like it crawling around on them. I wouldn't be able to do no. that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge, let's let a tarantula walk all over me type of person, but okay. So I'm also not a person that sees a spider on the wall, grabs a paper towel, and instantly smashes it. You're not going, eek! No, no. I mean, okay. just let the spider do its thing. Sure. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so the reason I bring this up is because there's a story I was reading out of Australia where all things big and scary live out in the oh wild. Oh, my God. So there's a spider that they found. Apparently, it's the biggest uh, of its type. It's over three inches in diameter. Oh, hell no. It's called, that, a, that it's called a funnel spider. That I might grab a paper towel and squish. <laughs> or a, a shoe. Okay, or... no. Yeah, like, okay, let me let me let me put an addendum <laughs> to my spider thing. If this if the spider has fur, I'm out on okay. the spider. All okay. Right. There, like, there we go. If the spider's big enough to actually have fur, no good. So it, it, it I agree. Uh, they they say it's the biggest funnel web spider ever that they found and it's being added to a, a, a zoo. Um it's creepy, it's crawly, it's nasty, but I know some people love them. Like, like you were dangerous? talking about, people have. It's, it's very poisonous. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, well, I suppose it's most furry, furry spiders are. There's a furry spider. There's actually a few varieties that live in our part of the world, Tony. Really? You ever heard of a wolf spider? Never. Yeah. Are they furry? Oh, yeah. They're, they're basically like a Northland tarantula. They're bigger in size. So I was we were Gross. on a, we were on a fishing trip up Thanks. in Canada, um, like not far into Canada, and uh, the place we were staying at, it was on an island that had like it was generator power, not a lot of running water yeah. options. So my mom goes in the outhouse, and on the back side of the door was a wolf spider, greeting her. At which point, <laughs> Tony's googling this thing. At which point she decided to. Oh, that's an ugly spider. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Doesn't look very furry though. Well, looks like a dried up mushroom is what it looks like. Yeah. So yes, there are there are some. Oh, that is a gross looking spider. Gross looking spiders in this part of the world, that's for sure. Well, maybe I've seen these spiders before. Okay. So, but definitely not as big and as scary as the funnel web spider that is making some headlines. And I love how the there's people out there that are the in the story talking about how they're excited to have it at this museum. That it's the biggest one ever found. And again, over three inches in diameter, this thing is. That's, you know, that big. Yeah, exactly. That's a big spider. (laughs) That's a big spider. So. Poisonous spiders in Minnesota. Oh, is there? So do we have poisonous ones? Seven poisonous spiders in Minnesota. Okay. The Northern Widow, the Yellow Sack Spider, Black and Yellow Garden Spider, the Wolf Spider. Yep. The jumping spider, the nursery web spider, and the woodlouse spider. Seven poisonous spiders. All of those things sound frightening. But I I, I know that I've heard about some of these, but uh, gross. Anyway, so we don't have tarantulas. We don't have funnel web spiders, but apparently we have poisonous ones. So I guess. I didn't really realize that. Now we know. We're going to see what's trending at the top here in a couple minutes. Sun Mix and Away. Good morning. Live from the Mix 108 studio in downtown Duluth, this is KBMX FM, Proctor Duluth Superior, a town square media station.
804 on a Tuesday morning, currently 27 degrees downtown Duluth, looking for some mixed precip and snow off and on through the day today, and that continues a trend of precip all the way through the week. Ugh. Temperatures continuing to slide. We'll see you again mid-20s today by the end of the week, single digits on Saturday, and then uh, that's the trend for next week. Trending at top this morning, uh, big news out of Cloquet last night around scary. 6.30, a very scary situation. Police received a phone call. 911 call. An employee of the Super 8 Hotel in Cloquet called 911 to report they had found another hotel employee who looked like she had been attacked. Cloquet police responded and found a 22-year-old female with a gunshot wound. She was transported to St. Luke's Hospital where she was later pronounced dead. The Cloquet Police Department warned residents in the area of Big Lake Road and Highway 33, which is the intersection near where Super 1 is and not far from L&M Fleet Supply. It's like right, right. in that that kind of right retail in the area. Town, yeah. yeah. Um, to shelter in place due to an active shooter situation uh, inspired by what was going on. They, they saw this and thought they need to shut down the area, get people to safe, safety. Um, and that that issue that was issued around 7.03 last night. Officers investigated. They found a 35-year-old male victim in a car in the hotel parking lot at the Super 8. The man was deceased from a gunshot wound. They later found a 32-year-old male outside of the hotel property um, who was deceased from what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound. There was a firearm located next to him. Officers re- reviewed surveillance footage from the hotel and confirmed the deceased male was indeed the suspect. Uh, so it sounds like those were the only three people that were that were impacted. Obviously, all unfortunately fatalities. There's no news as of this time as to whether or not any of them knew each other, what their ties were, what the, what the motive may have been, yeah, any other information. Be interested to hear what the. What the backstory is, here, right. motives, and whatever. The police department shared last night. They had offered a few updates through the course of the evening um, after canceling the, the shelter-in-place order and, and providing some additional information. They did say they're going to be holding a press conference later uh, sometime this morning to offer more information uh, that they've discovered through the course of their investigation. So we'll learn more through the day today, but very scary situation in Cloquet last night for sure. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Music on the way for you soon. We're here from Taylor Swift. Dual Leap on the way as well. And uh, Tony, you have a cat at home, right? I do have a cat. Yes. So there's a there's a new uh, or we're we're in CES season. For those of you that are technology nerds, you know what that's all about. So there's a new invention that might help cat owners out. And I want to run this by you. So I'm going to oh, get your okay. take on it. Love it. See if it's something you might be interested in. Cat tech. Yes. Music now from Dua Lipa. You're mix it away. Good morning. Mix what away morning brew. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Nick Cooper, Tony Hart, Morning Brew, 816 and 27 degrees downtown Duluth right now at the Mix Away Studios. So the uh, city of Duluth is warning folks, if you like to walk around near the lift bridge, there's an area that's been shut down for a while. I love walking around the lift bridge, yes. Okay. So, uh... Walking across it, screaming things, <laughs> yelling at people. <laughs> Don't raise the bridge! I know! Don't raise the bridge! Uh, So they say due to unsafe conditions, the city of Duluth's aerial lift bridge operations has decided to close the Bayside pedestrian walkway to the public until further notice. Oh, so this isn't a permanent thing. No. Uh, A winter-related thing. The sidewalk on the lake side of the bridge will remain open for pedestrian use, but pedestrians should use extra caution when traveling the bridge by foot in the winter. They say walkways can sometimes become exceedingly icy and slick. Pedestrians are also prohibited from walking on the roadway. And this sidewalk closure does not change that. So just because one side is closed down does not mean you can just walk down the road now. 
they do say autom- automobile traffic is not going to be impacted by this. So just one side only to get across. Uh, the the operations team with the aerial lift bridge thanks residents for their cooperation and patience You're during welcome. this process. So I know during the winter, they also do say that sometimes after a snowstorm or when it's cold, sometimes you get chunks of ice and then it warms up and it'll fall. That's not what's going on right now, but they do. There are times where they'll warn folks, careful, because there might be something falling off the bridge. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you think about it, if you get a like a good wet, heavy snowstorm and some of it sticks to that metal, freezes on there, then it gets warm, it falls off in chunks. So See, again, this is what I worry about most. No, seriously. Okay. When I'm going over the, like a lot of people going over like the high bridge. Right. I think they, like, if they're scared of the bridge, they're scared of like going over the side of the bridge. Sure. Because of, of the height. Right. Sure. Clearly. Right. Um, but I'm more afraid of something dropping. Falling. From when you're going over like the top of the bridge there, either ice oh, okay. or one of the metal beams falls or something. That's what I'm more scared about. Not, not to going f- over the edge. Not to fuel those it's fears fun, at all. But didn't that talk. happen like last year or two years ago where a chunk of ice fell down and broke somebody's windshield? I think you're right, yeah. I think it was the bong bridge. See, this is what I'm more scared of. Yeah. Bridge. So, so if you're driving across happen. the bridge this morning right now, I'm sorry for this talk. <laughs> Just adding, I, I had a friend of mine who was... Super afraid of going across any bridge. I have people. I know people um, like that. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of us are going out to go hang out on Park Point, and they were like, nope, 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 nope. Oh, they wouldn't even go across the lift bridge? Well, they, they closed their eyes and, like, held their knees as we drove oh, across the really? lift bridge. Yeah, it was that bad of a fear. Wow. So, I, you know, generally, if people are scared of a bridge, it's generally the high bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And then... The Bong Bridge is like their alternative. Yeah. And they'll go, I know somebody that goes all the way to the Oliver Bridge. Which is, depending on where you're coming from and going to, way out of the way. But it's the lowest of the bunch, shortest of the bunch. Yeah, when my mom comes to town, she hates going over the bridge. I'm like, just go across. I mean, what's going to happen to you? Yeah. Well. What's going to happen? I just told you what's going to happen. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Metal beam's going to fall. You just... Well, they those... worry, yeah, but they're worried about like going over the edge. I'm like, how are you going to go over the edge? When it is really windy, I, I could understand how you'd feel that way, but I don't know. That, I mean, you're there was all... that accident not too long ago where somebody like kind of went up on the mm-hmm. concrete barrier, though. They almost made it over the edge. Bridge Fear Stories Unleashed this morning. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I'm so sorry because I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like, thanks. <laughs> Guarantee you just you jerks. Fire there, Tony. Yeah, you a-holes. Don't talk about this. I got to go across the bridge this morning, and uh. I'm scared of it. Don't be scared of it. It's it's fine. Somebody's going to be drive, renting a boat from now on to get across. The- drive fine. <laughs> good, good. So anyway, do be aware of that. The uh, the pedestrian walkway, again, part of that closed down for a, t- a while. We have the details on the Mix Mobile app and mixitaway.com. Word. We're going to be uh, sharing a new cat tech item that I want to get Tony's take cat on. See gadgets. if it be something he would be intrigued about. Music also on the way from Miley Cyrus here. Mix away. Good morning. Mix 108 Morning Brew. It's a Tuesday morning. Tony Hart, Nick Cooper, 834 and 27 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix Early Studios. And Tony, you've got a cat at home. I do. Rebel the cat. Rebel. Okay. Yeah, so Rebel. The, the kid's name the cat? Uh, wife name. Mindy named the cat. Okay. But I approve because it's kind of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah I can appreciate she, that. She, she did it because of a Madonna thing. I oh, fair enough. Reason I, rebel heart. Of course. Of yeah. course. Reason I bring this up is there is a, a we're in CES season. Season. And uh, yes, 
Consumer Electronics Show, by the way. Yep. If you don't know what CES, I think that's what it stands for. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, So there's a lot of companies showing off their new tech. Like, that's when you hear about the foldable TVs and all the different stuff that might not make it to the the mainstream, but companies are showing off. So one of them is a pair of uh, Swiss brothers who have invented a cat invention, which is uh, designed to help folks with cats that uh, have a problem when their cat goes outside, comes back in and brings a gift with it. So oh, the, sure. This is a this is a big problem, right? Yep, it like is. They'll, like the cat will get outside, the instincts will kick in, kill a mouse, yep. and then want to bring the mouse back into you. And what's funny is that they do it like they think it's a gift for you. They're not going to just eat it and like be done with it. They think, that, here, I got you something. Yeah. Which is sweet. I mean, in, in its own way. It's yeah. a little weird, but it's sweet. Uh, so this pair of Swiss brothers at CES in Las Vegas un- unveiled what they call Flappy. It, it's a cat door. And it uses AI to determine if the cat is carrying something in its mouth yeah. to say, nope, you're not coming in. What? <laughs> it just leaves the cat outside? Yeah, basically. Until the cat figures out to drop the whatever well, it's carrying. So the brothers say Flappy, the cat door, was inspired Flappy. by their mother's struggles to keep their family's cats from bringing mice inside the house. Uh, so, yeah, they um, basically put their heads together to come up with this cat flap that uses AI-powered detection systems to refuse to allow the cat to enter the home if it is carrying a mouse, bird, or other small animal in its mouth. <laughs> the door it also... Seems f- like such a pointless invention. Honestly. You're not coming in. And the cat's sitting there meowing angry at you. Uh, the door also features a manual locking system that can be operated by the homeowner and a chip detection option that will ensure that... Um, oh, it's your cat, not somebody else's cat? Bingo. That's smart. Yep. And so they're offering this. You can actually... How much? A, they have a uh, like an early adopter thing. It's, it's not like... Like a Kickstarter? Kind of, but not exactly. It's like the Swiss version of that. Uh, what would you guess the base model is for the advanced purchase? Thousand bucks. So they're they're uh, offering it for three hundred and fifteen, whatever the the Swiss dollar amount, whatever they call their money. Um, trans- whatever they call their money. I don't know. Oh, the, the the franc. I forgot. It's the Swiss franc. Aren't they under the euro? Well, maybe they are, but okay. they put it in francs. Uh, so it, it's it's three hundred and seventy dollars and twenty eight cents is the base model. <laughs> then they have a few higher end ones that offer a few little additional yeah, features. The franc, but the Swiss franc. Um, what is it? 300 and what? So it's 315 francs, which comes to $370 and change. Oh, you said. I, okay. I transferred it. Yeah. Oh, okay, good for you. So yeah, they've got three different offerings that they are, are uh, providing right now. And uh, it just seems kind of dumb. I don't think they're going to sell very many, honestly. Really? <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean... It's 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 one of those very specific prod, products for a very specific problem. But a lot of people have cats that end up outside from time to time, and they end up having to then shovel up the bird or the mouse or something that was brought in. It just seems like a lot of it. Just yeah, it just seems like a lot for almost four hundred dollars. Though I mean, you got to install it, I'm sure, right? Yeah. So you got to cut a hole in your door or what? Yeah, yeah, or wall or however you want to do the it. Average, yeah. Listen, the average hipster that thinks this is a cool product for their cat is not going to be able to figure out a Sawzall to get through their door. Wow. There's some stereotypical statements there. Well, I'm just saying. Don't you think? <laughs> There's YouTube I'm just videos throw out, that there. out there. Well, There's YouTube yeah, videos. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just, I, you know, I'm just, I, it's just a, an observation. Digging that hole. Over what? There, no. I just. I will cha- I'll go ahead. I will challenge. Okay. Any any uh, you know, t- 
Tony's gonna do cat an install owner. off with anybody cat hipster owner. I don't even know if that's the, like the proper tool to use, honestly. A sawzall. I probably we're probably more like a. Uh, well, yeah. yeah I mean, it would maybe, work. Yeah. Would work. yeah, that'd be it a good work. option. It'd work. You're just cutting a hole in the wall. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. The flappy. I apo- listen, I apologize to anybody I just offended with that comment, but do well, you do- know? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's there's probably some truth somewhere in there. Oh, uh, you know, the, the, you feel like you're taking a shot at, but it seems like a big th- like you're just not gonna cut a hole in your door. Like if you screw that up, you're gonna have to buy a whole new door. Yeah, and I just think the effort, the person that would think this is a cool product is not gonna be able to. But just look, so cut it a looks hole, like. Just- and looking at it, it looks like it has like it'll kind of adhere to either side. So yeah, you cut the hole I right. I, I'm not cutting a hole. Fair, fair enough. enough. I'm just, I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm off the mark on that. You seem to think I am. So. I, I grew up also like with a carpenter dad. So I, I look at these projects and I don't think twice, but I know that there are people out there that, you know, don't have that knowledge. So yeah, the flappy, Tony, the flappy. I'm out of the flappy. Okay. Tony's out on the flappy. Put it on the boat to the, to the ice caves, I, the ice caves. <laughs> It's going to thing now. Any bad thing, I think, uh, any bad invention. We so what, put it on what the else boat. is on the boat with the ice caves? There beside. was something else that day, too, wasn't there? Yeah, there we was one about, other thing. Um, we put that on the boat to the ice caves, too. So oh, wow. this could go on the boat to the, the ice The boat's starting at full. They're not big boats. So <laughs> music on the way for you from Taylor Swift, Post Malone, and more here. Mix it away. Good morning. Mix 108. Good morning. It's the morning brew. It's uh, Tony and Nick. So Purple Rain is 40 years old. Really? That old? Oh. Yep. 1984 is when Purple Rain came out. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Um, now Purple Rain is being turned into a stage musical. I mean, if you're going to turn... A story into a stage musical, that makes sense to do that. According to Variety, the new musical will be based on the original screenplay okay. and will be directed by Tony Award nominee ooh, Liana Blancruz. The musical will also get an accompanying book, which will be written by Pulitzer Prize finalist Brendan Jacob Jenkins. Lots of three names. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I guess. Um, not many details are available about the upcoming musical. Producers say that additional production details and timing will be announced in the coming months. Okay. According to the New York Times, uh, the Prince's estate is supportive of the production. I, I wonder if they're getting anything out of this besides just, you know, it being made. You know, they can say, hey, this was a, a Prince joint. This is a Prince joint. <laughs> you know, if they were getting it, like any financial. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, they got to be getting paid for it. Right. Um, the CEO of Primary Wave Music, who is producing the show, we are th- says that we are thrilled with our Broadway partners and creative team who are bringing a theatrically, bringing a theatrically to the film's original fictional story. We can't wait for the new generation to discover Purple Rain and for lovers of the original film to and album to experience its power once again this time live would you go see it tony oh uh, yeah i'd go check it out are you have you seen any other musical theater performances of any sort like adapted like from a well just in general oh sure i've seen like 
Phantom of the Opera. Sure, okay. So, Saigon. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've gone to Broadway musicals before. Okay. I'm a big, I'm a big Broadway guy. Didn't know. Just after I go to, to Fleet, after, after I go to Fleet Farm, I go ah. to Broadway musicals. This, <laughs> this is how I am, Nick. I'm very eccentric like that. I, you know. Very culturally diverse. Yeah, I love wear it. Wear blaze orange to Broadway. <laughs> Fashion statement. Well, yeah, I'd be intrigued. You got to think because, okay, so they're talking about Broadway. You got to think they're going to bring a show to Minneapolis. You have to do a show in Minneapolis. Well, generally these, you know, shows when they open, they don't open on Broadway. Sure, they, they start open elsewhere. off Broadway or another city, and then maybe eventually they make it to Broadway kind got of thing. Got it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you would think that Minneapolis would be an obvious choice for a musical right. like this to kick off, right? I think so. I mean, A, is from Minnesota. The movie was filmed in Minneapolis. Right. You know, I don't need to tell you what else, but, you know, yeah, exactly. So, yes, it would make sense if the musical debuted here. Uh, yes, I might go check it out. Okay. And, you know, hopefully the... It, I just kind of worry about the musical numbers. Like, are they going to take... Are they going to take some of the and like kind of Broadway of five? Sure, songs? change them a little bit. Yeah, or will the songs be as they are? like? I don't think you should change the music. Sure, like obviously you're going to have somebody else singing the music, right? Which yeah, is fine. Sure, but you shouldn't change the song and make it more like Broadway. Yeah, to kind of yeah, you know, you know. Right, I, I agree. I, I would think sing you gotta... a little bit of what I would think would sound like Broadway, but I will not. I will spare <laughs> you from that. Thank you. <laughs> But you yeah, know, what I, mean. I, I agree. I think you got to kind of leave that alone. You don't want to change the style a ton. Yeah, you don't need like a whole chorus of thirty people singing "Purple Rain." Right, just like one guy on let a it, let bike it be what or it something. Is. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, one final question: Have you been? Because yeah. I know you're a Prince guy. Yeah. Have you been to Paisley Park? I have. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured you might have. I just was curious. Yeah, I was actually just thinking it'd be fun to go back to Paisley Park. I'm. Several years ago when we went. Sure. I know they've been made some changes, but yeah, it was cool. I would and I'd like to take I'd like to take my daughter. She's sure. probably old enough to kind of get that. She'd yeah. probably appreciate it a little sure. bit. Maybe. I don't know. I I've, I've been once went when the Super Bowl was in the Twin Cities, I went then and uh really cool experience. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Like if you haven't gone, you should go check it out. It's fun. It's even cool even thing. if you're not a huge prince person, just like the whole musical aura about the place is just neat. Yeah, and it's it's a cool behind the scenes kind you know of of how that works making music in the studio and what you know because he's not only is the music studio there but there's a whole like production building where they right shot movies and videos and stuff like that right more than and it's a house exactly yeah there's a lot going on there so okay cool so you've got some some uh you wrote a story about oh yeah you you can read more about the purple rain musical coming to the stage soon on the Mix 108 app or at mix108.com. All right, we're going to kick off your workday 108 minutes commercial-free, fueled by I'll Quick be listening. Trip. Music on the way for you from Jelly Roll, Doja Cat, and more all coming up here at Mix 108. Good morning. Good morning.